Welcome back to Fold in the Cheese. It is your boy K Troll on the mic today, and I am joined as always by Penn State survivor himself, Ethan Gelfand. What is happening? He made it. He made it made through it. Penn State. So the reason why I'm wearing both of these things is to continue some decent mojo. So last week I was also wearing a Penn State sweatshirt and the Survivor buff. You know, we had just wrapped up our NFL Survivor pick'em, which spectacular. Um, I also, I know this isn't on the scheduled rap sheet. I won our first week of Pick'em, finally. NFL he did finally win. That's true. That yes. is true. We have done so. an NFL Pigskin Pick'em contest all season long with Kyle Seeger, you and me, and it has been 14 weeks it's that you 14. have lost or tied every week. Every week. And that's the thing I kept saying. It's like every time I would tie, the next week I would then craft a bed because we do skins. It carries over. Anyway, we talked about this before. So, yes, I was ca- trying to continue the good mojo won it finally which is crazy because last season like i crushed and like i did really well just overall record and then obviously with the weeks so just a complete 180 but i finally got off the schneid i'll take it i'm good just couldn't be shut out uh the other reason you know obviously it's you are still in the dynasty playoffs and i am still in our playoff you're surviving man it's just you survive in advance that's just true fair that's a fair point that's a fair point i will say um I thought about changing my pick for Monday Night Football. You know, I told you I was hemming and hawing about Seattle. And I was like, this could be a tough game for Philadelphia. Seattle at home on Monday night. I was worried about you. But luckily, like, lucky you were two behind me. So I I was two behind you. It wouldn't have mattered. mattered. But if Kyle had just made the switch just because, then I would have been tied again. And I would have broken everything in my house. Yeah, he should have just because. (laughs) I don't know why he didn't. Shame on him. I would have done it. Um, all right, so we've got a jam-packed schedule today. So first and foremost, we got to hit some nonsense with our Christmas plans and Christmas movies and traditions and things like that. But then we're going to get an update on our crappy quarterback bet that we made last week. This was fantastic. We've got a recap of some of our leagues that we are still alive in that you mentioned, uh, alluded to briefly. And then uh, we're going to talk about some players that are Don't star players deep. by name but you may want to consider benching this week and who you may put in in favor of them. So those are these are the tough decisions in the playoffs, and that's going to be a whole discussion. We'll get to that a little bit later for sure. We will. We will. So, yes, yeah. uh, for Christmas, ours is, um, you know, so we go to my wife's family for Christmas. So we go all the way up to Alpina up here in the pinky or no, sorry, not the pinky. I did it wrong. There it is. Index finger uh, all the way up in the corner. And uh, we go, uh, it's, it's a pretty quick, quick, so my second is my dad's birthday. So we stay here for that and we celebrate Dr. Mark. Yep. Dr. Mark. And then the next day we'll go up and then we spend that. And then we actually travel back on Christmas day. So maybe a little unorthodox, but that's just kind of been our tradition the past, I don't know, five, six years or so. Uh, We always get a Slurpee at 7-Eleven on the drive home because that's one of my on the drive home and uh so yeah usually what's nice is up in alpina it usually snows a good amount and so kirsten's dad constructs this massive uh sledding hill down this backyard down the side of the house and down the backyard which is great for the kids it's like a luge especially if it got icy a couple years you really you shoot down that thing uh kind of almost like the skeleton in the olympics oh Uh, yeah uh, so it's a good little time. Uh, we on Christmas Eve we invite a lot of her side of the family, and her dad puts on a great game. It's like a combination of Family Feud, like Wheel of Fortune, trivia. It's it's a great mashup. So minute to win it, and it's wow, 
Yeah. That sounds fun. You know it me and games. It is We're both fun. into games. So I I'm actually sure hope I actually came up with the game one year because I was like, Brian, I always feel bad. Like you never get to participate because you're always the, the mastermind. So one year I, I did it and he got to participate, which I think he appreciated. But now he's just like, no, I love it. I love doing it. So I'm going to keep going. Like, All right, man. He's the host. He's the host. He's the uh, Wink Winkler or whatever that guy's name was. <laughs> there was always a host named Wink, I think. Um, <laughs> Henry? Or Richard Dawson. Is he kissing all the ladies inappropriately? Richard Dawson. <laughs> that's assault, brother. Yeah. Um, so yeah, that's that sounds really fun. Sounds like a good time. Good time. Like a big a big time up in Michigan. So we will oh, be yeah. heading to um, St. Louis to go see my parents for pre-Christmas. And we always, even kind of growing up, we've done like a Christmas Eve Christmas for my family most of the time. Yep. Santa always comes Christmas morning, but Christmas Eve has always been a big deal for us. So we'll be doing Christmas Eve with my parents, and then we'll be driving back Sunday or Monday, Christmas Day as well. There we we'll go. Drive back to Tennessee, and then we'll go to my wife's parents the next day. So we'll do like a one-day delayed Christmas uh, presents thing at, the, at their house. But you also celebrated Christmas already with your side, right? I celebrated Christmas with my extended family, the troll extended family on my dad's side. So Got it. That is like uh, over Thanksgiving. We've always done. It's it's more just like it's a gift exchange, but we called it Christmas in part because we always watched Christmas Vacation and we Fair. always had gifts. And so it's kind of like we weren't going to see each other on Christmas. So that was like our makeshift Christmas. And that's kind of how it's just become. So that okay. was not like my family Christmas with my kids and Santa and all that kind of stuff. It's just like extended relatives. I like it. I like it. So uh, I'm, the reason I'm going to my phone is you mentioned, and maybe this is a good transition to favorite Christmas movies, but you mentioned, <clears throat> excuse me, uh, Christmas Vacation. So yep. if I could find this text. Um, well, we just had our neighborhood Christmas party, which was a blast. It was pretty ludicrous, the amount of stuff that we get into. We do like a white elephant. It's a really good time. Uh, well, one, um, well, of course. Oh, there it is. So one couple in our neighborhood dressed up as the Griswolds from Christmas Vacation. And so they actually reenacted the scene when the cops come through the door. And, you know, like she's got so, her hand on his crotch. I don't know if you can see it. Kind of. Yes. So yes. one side is the actual movie. And one side was the reenactment over here. Yes. Fantastic. It was good. That and is well probably. The highlight of the White Elephant gift exchange was that same neighbor. She created a custom game who, uh, excuse me, custom guess who game board with everyone from the neighborhood in it. So it's pretty spectacular. Oh, yeah, that is that is badass. That's dedication. It was pretty baller. She's like, I do I know this neighbor? Do I know this neighbor's name? Um, you do not. You do not. Okay. Okay. Wow. That is impressive. Kudos well, I take it back. She took place in our uh, uh, March Madness pool, Rider Maker Way. Yeah, oh, absolutely. Boom. Yeah. I know neighbors from all kinds of different stuff. Smoke Show Summer, you know, the March Madness pool, <laughs> BB Savant, you know. Boom. Mark. My dad. <laughs> My dad. BB Savant. And BB Wiz. Um, okay. Very cool. That's actually awesome. So the Christmas parties in our neighborhood, which we don't go to anymore or maybe not invited to anymore. I don't know. COVID kind of wrecked the whole thing. We had a whole social network going on in our neighborhood. We did stuff all the time. It got a little too rowdy for me in particular. It kind of said oh, like, wow, probably not a good scene for me to be. <laughs> the guys would just hang out and like send the women home with the kids and, and like the guys would hang out and just rage until the wee hours of the morning. And wow. you can do that once or twice. Um, you can't do that like every weekend. So. <laughs> it got a little difficult to maintain, but 
Um, they did have, we didn't always have good parties for New Year's, Christmas, all kinds of stuff, but they usually entailed like New Year's was always like beer pong in the garage. Um, someone would bring like ghost pepper wings. Someone would bring like some kind of shots. Like, I don't know. There's always kind of like out of control. Never an organized like gift exchange like that. That's good. We did have an ugly sweater party one time, which I, I got second place in. I had this cat sweater that you press a button and it was like, meow, 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 meow. It was like, God, in cats screaming, screeching. <laughs> it was awful. It was awful. Uh, but no, we had, we've had some good traditions in the neighborhood as well. But um, nice. anymore, it's, it's, we've kind of gone our separate ways and, and done family stuff. But Fair. so yeah, I'll be in St. Louis and then I'll be coming back Christmas Day and then we'll do my wife's parents the day after. So we'll have like a three day Christmas. Uh, yeah. It'd be okay. pretty fun. Love Good it. Time. Uh, Christmas movies. We've already kind of hinted on it. Christmas Vacation is an all-time favorite of mine. It has recently had some competition in the last, I say recently, in the last 20 years, honestly, uh, has had some competition from my, everyone knows my favorite, Love Actually. I have already watched Love Actually. Uh, we watched it this past weekend. And um, I don't know, it's just a, it's a fantastic movie. One of the all-time greats. Yeah. I mean, uh, not my favorite Christmas movie. It's a very solid movie, but. I'm not going to be watching it every Christmas, but I mean, I got to go classic home alone. There's just something about the score and it's more of just kind of the memories of when I watched it. Like I just can picture me curl up on the couch and putting on that movie and it'd be snowing outside and the score. I'm sorry. It's all about the score, like the opening the credits. Do, 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 do. But um, what's yep. funny to me is that actually when you watch it now, there's actually very little hijinks. It's really not that much hijinks in the actual movie. You know, the when they come into the end and the game plan and all that, it's probably only about 10 minutes of actual. Yeah, life. that's true. A lot of Home Alone, at least Home Alone 1 in particular, is him like grocery shopping or him like, yeah. you, know, you got like all the chaos of the family and the pizza. And then you got them going to airports and all that kind of stuff. Like it does take up a good chunk of it. Yeah, um, it's legit. I bet you if you timed it, it might be a maximum of 15 minutes of the actual him setting it up and then them coming through and getting all tarred and feathered and blowtorched, all that stuff. This, Well, I would I would challenge you that you're probably a little under on that, but the scenes drag out longer. So, like, in between Marv getting his hair, or no, that's I guess that's uh, Harry getting his hair torched. Um, in between, like, that and then Marv, like, getting stapled, on the in, <laughs> stapled in the uh, in the butt or something. Like, in between that, it would be, like, it might be, like, a minute and a half to set that whole scene up. So like if you see it was like start to finish, it's probably like 30 minutes, but 25 maybe. I don't know. We'll see. Let's get a count. Time it. Check the tape. Run the tape. Roll the tape back. (laughs) Roll the tape. Uh but yeah, you're right. It is it is not as much about that. I love watching the home alone movies with my kids in particular. So like that has that has crept its way back to the toward the top, which was one of my favorites as a kid as well. It's moved its way back toward the top because of my kids. And it's so funny. I talked about this last year, I think, about watching my two different kids watch that movie. And I've got my empath, my oldest. Who's sitting here watching it going like, oh no, he's hurt. And we're like, they're actors, it's fine. He's like very upset. And then I've got my six-year-old sociopath who's just like, ah, <laughs> he's on fire. <laughs> he's on thing fire. Ever, you know, like she is dying laughing watching this movie. So we watched Home Alone 2 this year for the first time for the kids or for my youngest. And so um, she loved that as well. True. Okay. Yeah. Fair. Yeah, well, obviously now Elf is up there, and kids love that. Uh, my yep. wife loves that, so it's always just kind of, oh, let's watch a Christmas movie, right? Okay, let's let's put on Elf. Okay, yeah, great movie. Great I'll watch movie. it. Yeah, yep. So, so your favorite is Home Alone. 
Yes. So we're up to you, and you get to pick a Christmas movie. You're watching Home Alone. I will watch Home Alone. Okay. Or Die Hard. Yeah. We debated <laughs> this last year, and I got a little soft on it, but I have taken a firm stance this year. Die Hard is not a Christmas movie. I am taking a firm stance on it. Boo. Yeah, I was flip-floppy last year. <laughs> I was flip-floppy. Yeah. I don't know. I was trying to be a crowd pleaser. I mean, I understand both arguments, but it's just not. It's not a Christmas movie. Sorry, it's just not. There's a, a message. They learn things. There's a big teddy bear. I mean, come on. It's a Christmas party. <laughs> um, ho, ho, ho. I've got a machine gun. That's, ho, ho, ho. All right, let's recap our leagues real quick and talk about uh, what you got going on. So you are still in our longstanding league, the one that I made a meteoric run at and then <laughs> fell completely flat. <laughs> I won like, like five of six, and then I started scoring fifty points a week. The <laughs> flattest was, of flat wheels like, came off. I th- it was literally a, a record for probably least amount of points scored in like a four week span. Like, well, the was, difference between my highest week and then the next week, yeah. like one fifty one week, which was like one of the highest scores all year, and then fifty the next then week. Fifty, like, wow. Okay, yeah. uh, so yes, I am still alive. Last week, I did not get a buy, so I was the three seed. Had to play the six, Blake. He got off to a great start, and I was really pissed off because he had Jacoby Myers going Thursday night. Dude catches a touchdown, throws for a touchdown, and I'm just thinking, this is it. This is how I go down because of Jacoby Myers. Then he you know, keeps it going on Saturday, the first game. T. Higgins, who's been doing nothing all year, two touchdowns. Like, yep, you got to be shitting me. Uh, but then after that, he was done. Nobody else performed on his team. Everyone on my team performed. And you got a little up. lucky, I got to say, because he didn't have Tyreek Hill. He did not have Tyreek. So in his defense, he did not have Tyreek. But at the end of the day, I ended up winning by 60. So uh, Tyreek could have scored 60. You're not wrong. He could have. Not wrong. <laughs> uh, so no, you, I had it, you had a killer week. I had good performances from Josh Allen, from Jameer Gibbs. Cooper Cup showed up. Uh, but my big one, and this is who I think we might be talking about maybe in a, a couple minutes, is who to start, who to sit. My biggest question mark was my third wide receiver. And I have Tyler Lockett, who's been basically my wide receiver three most of the season. Uh, but then I also have Rasheed Rice. So I ended up going with Rasheed Rice, which I was very happy with because he ended up with about 24, 25 points. Touchdown, only reliable receiver in KC. So worked out. Tyler Lockett had a dud. So one big... Onto the semis against Aaron, who I'm unhappy with because I'm pissed that Drader got the one seed. I would much rather play him. His team is in shambles. I don't know how he won the regular season. He got a <laughs> lot of help. Uh, but now Aaron and I are projected even. We're both at like 121 points. I think Drader and Rob are at 100. <laughs> so yeah, exactly. Don't you love that? Always happens that the way. championship is really the semifinals. Yeah. So that is a bummer. There we are. That is a bummer. Uh, on the flip side, I actually played Drader in the Dynasty League, so I had a and I had a pretty heated matchup with him, and I got the same the same exact thing that happened to you, where he got off to a hot start, and I was so heated, I was he so hot going the in the entire day. Was, I'm gonna freaking lose to Drake. This is what happens to freaking Jarek McKinnon. Of course, he gets a touchdown. It's not even Patrick Mahomes. <laughs> Jarek McKinnon threw a touchdown to Rasheed Rice, and he has both of them. He had to start both of them this week. And I was like, <laughs> you've got to be kidding me. <laughs> I was so, so mad. I'm getting five points from Austin Eckler and three and a point and a half from Najee Harris and three points from Derrick Henry. And I'm like, oh, yeah. I'm going to lose my mind. Blake also but, had Najee Harris too, so that, <laughs> that didn't. And this is well. after I'd like I don't want to start Najee Harris. I'm going to start Amari Cooper, and then I was like, maybe I'll start Chiba Hubbard. And people, were, you know, all the analysts were like, Najee's going to smash. One analyst on a very popular fantasy show called him his start of the week, 
And I'm just like, wow. okay, fine. I'll, I'll give him another run. Cause there was a period of time where I did ride Najee and he was under the radar. He was actually pretty good. He's good for touchdowns, whatever. He was so garbage. <laughs> I was so, so infuriated. Um, but thank you, dear Lord, baby Jesus, and your golden fleece blanket, Christian McCaffrey, McCaffrey. <laughs> savior of all saviors in fantasy this year, three touchdowns. And all of a sudden I was like, thank you, Lord. He gets me up by 10 by going into Monday night football. And I'm like, okay, I can live with that. Or Sunday night. I got six and a, six and a half, maybe more from Evan Ingram. So I'm up like 16 going into Monday night football. And I've got DeAndre Swift versus DK Metcalf. I don't love that because it's a great matchup for DK up until the fourth quarter. DK had like two points and I was like, yeah, was okay, nothing. I got this. Got a little nervous there at the end. Cause they started peppering <laughs> him with targets and he was catching everything. And I was like, it's happening. It's happening. If he catches a touchdown, I am done. This is my nightmare. This is my nightmare. But thankfully, um, it did not happen. And I ended up winning by a comfortable margin, about 10. And yep. so I'm on to the semis as well. And uh, I definitely had the better team. I should have won. But it's just oh, yeah. one of those things where you're just like, it's going to happen. I'm going to lose to some. I mean, literally, his team logo is a turd emoji. His team is so garbage. <laughs> and they were still outperforming everyone. I was like, ah. But yeah. here I am. But I've got a lot are. of start sick questions, and we're going to get to that in a little bit because you just got to survive. survive. It doesn't matter if it's pretty or not. You survive. True. I'm a survivor. Thank you. I appreciate that. I need to put mine on as well. Um, so, yeah, before we get to the start sit segment that I do want to get to, because there's, there's a lot of questions when it comes to playoffs, I just have to give an update on our <laughs> crappy quarterback competition. Last crappy week, quarterback we talked about all the crappy quarterbacks who would be starting games this week. And I went ahead and while we were talking, I went ahead and just made a little spreadsheet of our predictions for how many yards they would pass for. I sent you the picture. And I I started tracking, and and we had four of them playing on Thursday, right? Or Saturday or something. It was like a whole, like the first like three games of the slate were all Raiders, Raiders, Chargers. Yeah. Yeah. And I was like, okay, we got a bunch of these here. And I I started to notice like immediately, like I, I was up like three to one. I was like, oh, I'm doing pretty well. Holy smokes. I absolutely annihilated you in this thing. You got one pick, correct, and I got all of the other ones. So we had Trubisky. You went two twelve. I went one sixty five. He ended up in one hundred and sixty nine yards. What a call! Four yard difference. A call. You have an asterisk here with Davis Mills, who ended up being Case Keenum. I think they're the same person. I actually think that was <laughs> Davis Mills in Case Keenum jersey. There's no difference between them. I went two sixteen. You had one eighty four. He went two twenty nine. Winner. Gardner Minshew, you said 274. I thought that was way aggressive. I went 223. It was 215. Uh, Aiden O'Connell, this one we were both way off on. Aiden O'Connell went nuts. We weren't actually off on the yardage, but 217 for you, 229 for me. He ended at 248 and four touchdowns and could have been 500 yards. Drew Locke against the Eagles. Monday Night Football, you said 251. I went lower, 234 is 208. Easton Stick. East he went 178. Yeah. I went 204. It should have been 50, but again, it this is garbage time. 50. He got 257. I crushed again. And here's the one he got, Nick Mullins. We were both way off on this one. Woo, he went 201. Crushed. I went 188. It was 303. <laughs> crushed. Nick Mullins went crazy. Uh, Jake Browning, 234 for you, 246 for me. He also crushed 324. That game was a shootout. Joe Flacco. Uh, Joe Flacco. 243 for you, 284 for me. He ended up at 374. <laughs> wacko went wacko. Uh, Tommy DeVito, you went 243, 234 on this one. I went 218. He ended up at 177. So because he raised his appearance fee. 
Yeah, that's right. It was a weird thing. Something with the pizza place. What is that whole thing? He didn't want to show up so, because they didn't want to pay his fee. Or... Well, no. Suppo- supposedly, he his agent had made a deal with this pizza place that you know he'll come on whatever day, and it was for ten thousand dollars. Where he'll sign autographs, just take pictures with people. So then, after he had a good game against the Packers, supposedly the agent went back to the pizza place like it's now twenty thousand dollars. And the pizza place like. No, and they blasted it on Instagram, and everybody and Darren Ravels caught it, wind of it, and all that. So then, you know, made him kind of look like a schmuck. But yep. uh, at the end of the day, he did come to the pizza place, and I think it was for ten thousand dollars. So. There you go. Good on you, Tommy DeVito. Um, all right, Bailey Zappi, you guessed two twenty. I said two oh seven. He ended up at one hundred and eighty. Another win for me. And then Zach Wilson got injured, but I, I added Trevor right. Simeon's one hundred and ten yards. Zach Wilson had twenty six yards. <laughs> For a total of 136, I said 165. You said 207. I absolutely annihilated you in this oh, thing. Oh, con- congratulations! You're, you are not. You're, you're not giving me enough credit. You are very I'm dismissive not. of this. I am very dismissive of this. It's you're very dismissive. Backs. When if you look at our picks, usually we were only off of each other. Let's see. So Trubisky was the biggest one. Otherwise, 30, 40, like 12. You know, congrats! You did. You crushed me. Uh, we alternated who went first, so you had an opportunity right. to go over or oh, under. I wasn't, like, one year, it doesn't matter. I wasn't playing off your answer. I don't have an answer in my head. So congratulations. Well, you, you suck. You suck at this. You did it. And I crushed you. 11 to 1. Boom. Do it. Do it. That's the only do it better well, of the year, by the way. That was the only do it better of the year, and I murdered you. Well done. Okay. Shut your mouth. Shut your Hall mouth. I'm running this podcast. Shut Hall up. Hall of Fame. I'm in the crappy quarterbacks Hall of Fame. <laughs> I actually might be in the crappy quarterback. So me personally, I might be in the crappy quarterback. At your high school, it's like, hey, Kemper Troll. <laughs> yeah. Ooh, this got guy, a plaque. Yeah. You see this plaque? Yeah, 600 and something passing yards. You know it. <laughs> all right, let's talk about some big-name quarterbacks that you may want to look at benching this week. Now, it all depends on your options, of course, what's available on the waiver wire. But quarterbacks are going to be tougher. <clears throat> but receiver and running back, you're probably going to have a lot of options on your team that you're going to be thinking about starting. So, Quarterbacks. Here's some bigger names, at least some hotter names recently. Matthew yeah. Stafford has been super hot. He's playing he New Orleans. Tough so matchup. Hot. Stafford, I I think I looking back at his matchups, and he's played a couple of really tough matchups and he's still crushed it. Yeah. He's one I'm probably comfortable still starting. I'm definitely comfortable starting him, especially with Cooper Cup finally coming back. I mean, if you look yeah. at his past four games, fantasy point wise, he's gotten 31, 29, 29, 23. And he got 29 against Cleveland, who's one of the best defenses. Yes. He got 30 against Baltimore, just about, actually, I think, the best defense. So, I mean, they're kind of unstoppable right now. Yeah. yeah. So, you you ride mm-hmm. that. Uh, I mean, unless you have your Josh Allen's, Jalen Hurts's, whatever. But of course. If not, like, this is your guy. Uh, what about I Patrick Mahomes? Him... <laughs> what about Stafford versus Patrick Mahomes? I mean, you can't. Oh. <laughs> oh this is this where is you get cute. About. This is where you get cute, though. <laughs> I understand, but Mahomes has been very middling. He has. Uh, who do the Who do the Chiefs have? They got Vegas. Oh, you go Mahomes. <laughs> you go Mahomes. I would go Mahomes in that situation. Okay, so um, Jordan Love is one that I mentioned. People have been riding him as well. He's been pretty hot. He's cooled off a little bit lately. I'm not sure if I'm going to trust him. If you got better options, I'd probably look elsewhere. And there are a couple yeah. of other options that I'm really interested in. CJ Stroud looks like he's still going to be out this week, actually. So yeah, that's a big out. bummer. But how about these alternatives? Okay. Joe Flacco, 
370 something yards. I mean, yeah. they're playing Houston, which is like a middle ish kind of good matchup actually for quarterbacks. How about Joe Flacco or Matt Stafford? Are you still going Stafford? I'd still go Stafford. Uh, yeah. Again, I think he just has more weapons with Nakua, Cooper Cup. You know, you still got Kyron Williams having a good year. Higby's decent. I mean, I know Flacco's got Amari Cooper, who's been hot. <clears throat> David Njoku has as well. But yeah, keep with, I'd stick with Stafford. The only difference I would say is that the Rams can run the ball. Kyron Williams yeah. is a stud running the ball. Yes. Cleveland has had a lot of trouble running the ball recently. Jerome Ford has not been the same. Kareem oh. Hunt's Kareem Hunt. Terrible. They got to throw it. They got to check it. Yeah. They got to check it. But, okay. And how about this one? Baker Mayfield versus Ooh. Jacksonville. 62 <laughs> points in those last two weeks. And these are in our six-point touchdown scoring league. 62 yeah. points in the last two weeks. Baker Mayfield has been on fire. He's Chris been on Godwin fire. Healthy, finally. You said what? Who's Chris healthy? Godwin finally looks healthy. Yeah, Chris Godwin does look good. You're saying him versus Matthew Staff? Yeah. I'd still stick with you Staff. You can't tell me there's better weapons in LA because no, I'm not. I'm not telling you. I think that. Evans and Godwin are as good as as Cup and Nakua. I just think Baker is more of a wild card. You know, he can get you those 35, but he can also get you a 12. And I know Stafford was kind of middling in the beginning of the season, but he's coming on like he's slowly got it back up. I just don't trust Baker. He's had a great year, a resurgent year. He's earned another contract for next season. I know he took a gamble on himself, one year, four million dollars. He he won. So, but I gotta I gotta stick with Matt. Gotta stick with Matt. You love Stafford though. That's like kind of not fair. You're you're way in the Stafford. Not fair. <laughs> you're way in the Stafford. <clears throat> um, okay, so there's a much it's a much better matchup. I will say Jacksonville is the third best matchup for quarterbacks. And that's who Baker's got. New Orleans is the 27th yeah. matchup, which is a bottom five matchup to a top three matchup. That that would be worth considering as a tiebreaker, I think. Okay, so I'm a little annoyed. So why does Drader – first of all, Drader's starting Nick Mullins. Okay, he's starting Nick Mullins. His team <laughs> name is Wake and Baker. He doesn't even have Baker Mayfield. <laughs> what? <laughs> no. When did he get rid of Baker? I think he, he had Baker. got rid of him earlier in the year because he's not on his team. Oh my gosh, that's such a Drader move. Uh, yeah, Nick Rob Mullins has got Detroit, so that's also Rob a pretty good matchup. They're going to need to shoot it out there. I don't know. Worth considering Nick Mullins, but I'm not bold enough to start him over so those guys. So would you take Baker over Matt Stafford since you think I'm biased for whatever reason? You are biased, but... Um, How am I biased? So I'm not a Stafford guy. You have always loved Stafford. You've always rated him higher than I have ever since he was a Lion. Um, here's what I'll say about Bake Show and Stafford. The matchup would be a bit of a tiebreaker for me. Let's do a little do it bet here. Let's do a do it bet here. The matchup is a bit of a tiebreaker for me. So New Orleans defense. Well, Marshawn Lattimore. Yeah, New Orleans only against Mike Evans. New Orleans defense <laughs> is much better than Jacksonville's. Um, so in that regard, I feel like Baker's obviously got a better matchup. Stafford has been beating good defenses too. So he's more consistent to your point. In the last five games, he's been rock solid consistent so you're gonna need a boom week from bake show yep and um i'm just gonna say my opinion i think baker has more points now if you if you want to be more conservative and start stafford i understand that in the playoffs so i'm gonna say baker has more points this week okay fair do it do it do it do it do it do it i say stafford has more points do it 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 okay let's move on to wide receivers yes so Devonte adams is the first name i thought of because he's coming off a monster week against the chargers which was like Basically, a flu game. Yeah. The whole thing was a flu game. That was just wild. He's got Kansas City this week. They are shutting down everybody, wide yeah. receiver wise. 
Um, they are a tough matchup in the secondary. I mean, they just shut down the Patriots wide receiver core. I mean, that was impressive. Actually, so, they couldn't they couldn't shut down Hunter Henry. So tight end. Anyway, do you do you consider benching Devontae Adams this week? He's Again, been he's had an up and down year. If I had a comparison of like who, if it's like a Rasheed Rice. Yeah. On the other side of the ball. Yes. That's what I'm talking about. That's what this is a perfect example of this segment. Rasheed Rice, who's a rookie, who has he's been hot lately, but he is a rookie. He's inconsistent, right? And you've got Devontae Adams, and you're in the playoffs in the semifinals. Yep. You're gonna start Rasheed Rice over Devontae Adams. Yep. Based on Rasheed Rice literally in the past four or five weeks have just been continually going up. And as we're talking about Mahomes, that's Mahomes' guy. He's besides Kelsey, who's been a little up and down lately. He's the only one he can rely on. He's the only one who can catch the ball, and he's shown it. He's feeding him targets. Jarek McKinnon feeding him targets. Jarek McKinnon only has eyes for Rasheed Rice. (laughs) Yeah, whereas with Devontae Adams, take out that game that he had last week, which, again, it was for scoring 63 points. You know, he had two touchdowns, not 100 yards. That's his – unfortunately for him, that's a fluke for him. Like, that's the outlier. So yeah. I got to go with the guy who's on the up has shown it consistently in the past four or five weeks. Yep. And I hate to bring up bad memories for you, but this was a similar situation when you were in the championship and you had Ezekiel Elliott and I'm on Ross St. Brown. He's rookie here. You know, all the pundits and experts saying you got to play Zeke. You got to play Zeke. I'm on raw had one of the best. I'm not faulting you at all. I'm just saying I'm on raw had one of the best second halves of an NFL season, especially for a rookie that basically a Rasheed Rice type of rise. And, yep. you know, smart pick is Ezekiel Elliott. You did that. I'm on raw blew up. Zeke did nothing. And unfortunately you lost. So this is kind of the same kind of deal. Rasheed. That's why I wanted up. to do this today. That's yeah. exactly why I wanted to do this because I don't want to be that guy anymore. And I made a vow after that Amon Ra pick <laughs> that I will no longer care what the pundits say and what the analysts say. And I'm gonna I'm gonna do my own analysis. I'm gonna follow my own gut instincts here. I agree with yeah. you. I think Rasheed Rice is a rock star. I think Mahomes has realized plenty of times this year I cannot throw it to anybody else. I can't no. trust that they'll catch it. I can't trust that they won't just immediately give it to the other team, <laughs> that they won't line up off sides on offense, which no one even knew was a thing. Like, I can't, tr- I can't trust any of these people. Turns out that was the same guy in each example. <laughs> it actually was also, always Kadarius Tony. I can't throw a deep ball to you, MVS. I can't throw Justin Watson. He'll bounce it off his chest. Like, I can only throw Travis Kelsey and Rasheed Rice. And give me Rasheed Rice on that all day. Yeah. I, I agree with you. Um, Puka Nakua and Cooper Cup, tough matchup. New Orleans, I mean, I think you got to start them anyway. Yeah. Probably. But if you've got Rasheed Rice, let's say you didn't have to start three receivers and you could start Rasheed Rice or Cooper Cup. <laughs> Am I also starting Stafford? Because <laughs> I'm yeah, starting Stafford. Yeah, it doesn't matter. I'm going to put in Cooper Cup. Ooh, that's a toughie. Uh, Cooper's coming back and Stafford's hot. I got to ride him. Yeah, Cooper. And Cooper's tougher to guard because he he's comes out of the slot so much and he's yeah. like crossers and stuff. It's not like a true outside receiver. He's going to have different coverages. They find ways to get him the ball. I probably feel good about Cooper. I'd, I'd start Rice over Nakua for sure. Yes. Yes. I would do that. Drake London, someone you cannot trust. I no. think he had a monster game last week, but I you've seen him have zeros and or well, near also, zeros. Yeah. Cannot trust him. He's ranked higher than some of these guys. It's Jimmy terrible. There. Tyler Boyd's going to be in this week. Jamar Chase is out. Tyler Boyd could have a nice little week. I mean, be on the lookout. T. Higgins should be should have a good week as well. Yeah. But you can trust him in your championship. Depends on what you got. The other name I'll mention because I mentioned him. 
last week or week before about who could help you win your league. JSN, game-winning touchdown against the Eagles. Jackson Smith and Jigba, he's a rookie. Um, I don't know. He, he put up like 14 points. It wasn't like he had like a 30-point monster game, but so that I'm, is rock solid from a guy who's probably on your waiver wire. So I'm watching Aaron right now. So he has Keenan Allen in, who's listed as questionable. You know, he didn't play last week. It's still up in the air. He didn't practice yesterday. So I'm looking at his bench. I'm like, does he have a wide receiver to put in? He's got JSN. So I'm like, oh, man. Uh, Against Tennessee, they'll give up everything, man. They'll give so, up everything to receivers. Yeah. But just keep, I remember I played Aaron earlier this week when Keenan Allen had that 50-point game. So I'm like, you know, he's just going to do it against me again. He's probably going to do it again. Yeah, yeah, so JSN I think is a hot name that you should consider. I would definitely start him over Drake London. I would probably start oh, – yeah. personally, I would start him over Puka Nakua, personally. Oh, wow. Cooper okay. Cup, not. Devontae Adams – that's a toss-up for me, honestly, because I, yeah. I like the matchup way better for JSN, and I like the trajectory better. But Devontae Adams is going to have 10 targets, so that's a little tougher. But, yeah, Rasheed Rice, that's your guy. <laughs> it's funny you just say Devontae Adams is going to have 10 targets because what was it? Garoppolo's last game where they played the Lions. Devontae Adams technically had, like, eight. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> like, he had, like, no catches, right? But, like, the, the targets were terrible. <laughs> they were going to be Garoppolo targets. Yeah. All right, I know we're running past here, but let's get go. the running back real quick. Yep. Okay, so tough matchups for running backs. Travis Etienne has got Tampa Bay. Travis Etienne has gotten you there, man. That's a tough one to bench, but he's got Tampa Bay. I'm going to list out these names, all these guys first. Tony Pollard has got Miami. Miami Whoa. has shut down running backs. Aside yeah. from Austin Eckler week one. I'm out week, on Tony Pollard. Derrick Henry and Tasha Spears did well against Miami as well. Other than that, they have shut down running backs. Pollard has been Tony better Pollard. second half of the season. That's a tough matchup. Austin Eckler versus Buffalo. I'm benching Eckler for literally forever. Your mom. I will bench Austin Eckler for your mom. <laughs> Amelie Gelfin is going to get more yards than Austin Eckler this week. Javante Tom Williams has got New England. Tough matchup. I don't know if I trust him. He's not looking great. Najee's got the Chargers. All these great matchup, but it's Najee. Are you saying uh, all these compared to an ETN? No, I'm saying all these are guys I'm thinking about benching. Oh, okay. Got it, got it, got it. And probably am benching. And these are all RB one or two type guys, okay? Yep. ETN, Pollard, Eckler, Javante Williams, Najee Harris. I'm, I'm probably mentioning all these guys if I've got alternatives like Chuba Hubbard. Chuba has gotten fed big time. He's getting 10-plus points in almost every single game. Believe it or not, I would start Chuba Hubbard over, I think, every one of these guys. The only question for me would be ETN, just because I know he's gotten you there and he has been low the past couple weeks, but – He's of those people you listed. I would, I would have a hard time benching him over a uh, Chubber. That'd be the only. Okay, one. I would, I would, I would think long and hard about that one. James Cook has got the Chargers. He has been absolutely on fire. I'm starting James Cook over every single one of those guys. Yeah, no it's doubt. Crazy thing. I didn't realize he's like third in rushing yards this year. That's crazy. That is crazy. Yeah. yeah so I think James Cook is on fire. I start him over all those names. I would start Ty Chandler over maybe all those names, especially if Madison is doesn't Madison go. Madison coming back? I don't know if Madison's going to be back or not, but Ty Chandler, I watched a lot of that game. That dude is legit. That guy <laughs> can run, man. He is legit. He is not. He is better than Alexander Madison on his own. He is just. He is better. He is the best running back they have. He's a rookie. That guy's legit. If yeah. Madison doesn't play, it's a tough matchup against Detroit. But I like Ty Chandler over almost all those names. I probably can't bench Pollard or ATN. But for Ty Chandler, but I would for James Cook for sure. And I would for Chuba, most of those as well. Yeah. Uh, and Jalen Warren is the other name. Like Najee is terrible. Jalen Warren, clearly the better running back on that oh, team. Right. 
but Pittsburgh's getting all the passing down work. Um, he's he's a safe floor guy. He's good for eight to twelve points, no matter what, because he's going to get four catches. Right. Um, and if he also has a potential to blow one up because he's got he's got speed and quickness. So I don't hate him as a safe floor option. I just uh, hate I this would absolutely start him over Najee. I would absolutely start him oh, over yeah. Eckler. Yeah, Eckler just crazy. Go from RB one to RB done. Got him. Oh, um, good one. Got him. <laughs> so no, there you have it. This is a tough playoff decision. People are going to be starting some random people. They should be starting some random people this week. Yeah. All right. I mean, I case in point, Rasheed Rice is a, a steadfast in my starting lineup. Lock it in. Yeah. He's locked. So I've got Eckler and Najee both benched. I've got Amari Cooper in. I've got Chuba Hubbard in. Yeah. Not even, I'm even thinking, I'm thinking about benching Derrick Henry and putting in Jalen Warren. Derrick Henry's another one that I think you gotta the only so here's my big question on Henry because I do need you to weigh in on this. Yeah. He's talking about like they're they're the sentiment is like I've got give it all I got for these last three games. He's in a contract year. Like, is he gonna be back in Tennessee? I gotta listen to more local radio and figure out what the talking <laughs> heads think. Is he gonna come back? Everyone here wants him to stay, everyone here wants him to retire a Titan. He's like very downtrodden. He's this is the only time I've ever heard him sound like kind of depressed about the situation. It is rough. It is rough. That line is terrible. He cannot get anything going. Like 15 carries for 10 yards kind of shit. Like yeah, it's terrible. It's bad. Is he going to come out and light it up? Or is he going to come out and just go away into the pasture? Who are they playing? They've got um Seattle. Seattle. Yeah. Uh, I think the last three games, he's he's the dude you can count on who's going to give it everything you want, even if he's first half is 10 carries for 12 yards. He's just saying, just give me the ball. Like I'm gonna, Oh, he'll keep, I, he'll keep playing. Are the Titans going to lean on Tajay Spears who I would start this week, by the way, who's getting more <laughs> points PPR. He's shown a lot of bursts. They can get him out of space. He's another name that I would start for playoffs that I think you can start over Najee, Javante oh, Eckler. Okay. I'd start him over all those guys. Okay. I would, I would still, I would still hold hope for Derek. I would. Yeah. Yeah, I would. Certainly holding hope, that's for sure. <laughs> All right, man. Well, hey, good luck to the semis. Who you got? It's not Brent, right? No, because that's in the uh that'd be in the championship. No, I've got Frank. Yeah, dog, dog devil. Dog devil himself. Okay, Who I beat the last week of the regular season to get into the playoffs. That's right. That's right. Okay. Well, good luck in the semis, man. I hear you. I mean, obviously, you have some some tough subs you got to do, but you got it. Uh, I'm going against Aaron. Suck one, Aaron. Uh, Uncle Suck Nate. One, Aaron. So hopefully next week you'll be hearing about us previewing our championship matchups. That's what we're hoping for. That's again, right. Have to survive. That's all you gotta survive. Do. Survive. So until next time, keep on holding. Hold it. <laughs>